Welcome to your number one source of information on women's pelvic health. On this podcast, you will hear from medical experts, pelvic health professionals, holistic healers, and patients themselves in order to learn and understand everything there is to know about regaining and maintaining your pelvic health and becoming your own best advocate for your pelvic floor, the most vital part of our bodies as women. All of the conversations are intimate, raw, and unedited in order to deliver the most authentic information possible. Today I am here with Christina Gratus, who is going to share her journey with pelvic pain. Thanks for being here. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. And I just want to say thank you for doing this podcast. It's such important work. I think it's so powerful that you're doing this. Thank you. And um, I know that there's a lot of women out here that are going to get a lot of support and help from hearing the stories of Mm -hmm. other women. Thanks for being so willing to share your story. I always am. When people reach out or I meet someone who wants to share their story, they're like, oh, but am I qualified? I'm like, everyone's qualified to share their story. Like when you've been through something, you can talk about it. You're an expert about your You're an expert, right. I'm like, anyone who wants to talk about their story, you can come on the podcast and talk about your story. Amazing. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Thank you. It's great. But I'm happy you're here. So, um, I mean, we've been talking a lot already, but Mm -hmm. no one else (laughs) knows what we've been talking about. So, tell everyone, um, and I don't actually don't know this, but how, you know, walk us through what this kind of story looks like for you when, I know that you had a lot of urinary issues so when this all began and and what the journey looked like okay yeah so um, back in 2010 I got a urinary tract infection and I went to get urinary tract infection treatment I took antibiotics and the infection looked like it was gone but I continued to have urgency with the feeling of having to pee all the time and some burning at the time and it was constant. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you imagine a UTI, basically that never ends. Right. 24 hours a day, it's horrible. Uh, and it went on for a while, and I was really confused by it. And I start, so I, I went to my generalist and I said, Can you, you know, tell me to go see somebody? And he sent me to a urologist. And I had done a lot of research about it because I'm a big researcher. And I had kind of self diagnosed myself because it sounded a lot like interstitial cystitis. And I mentioned this to the guy that I went to see, and he was like, yeah, it could be that, maybe. We have this drug you could take. He wrote out the prescription, mm-hmm. I remember. It's this, I don't remember the name of the drug now, but there's one drug that they have for Elmerone? Yeah, something, yes. Uh-huh. And it's, he described it, it's like, well, you won't know if it works for a year. Your hair might start falling out. We might have to do blood tests every few weeks to make sure that you're okay, because it does some funny stuff to your body. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, Okay, I think I'm going to do a second opinion. Uh, and I intuitively, I was like, this guy, he, he's just kind of guessing, uh-huh. which was really disturbing in itself because I mm-hmm. was like, wow. So my dad worked with a lot of people in medicine, so he knew a lot of really big urologists. And so I went to Boston and I went to see a bunch of different people. I saw a bunch of experts here in New York and I got the same thing. Nobody really... I could just tell them nobody really knew. They were kind of like, well, maybe, I don't know. Like it was really bizarre. So um, that's how it kind of, it began. Mm -hmm. And it was hard for me in the beginning because 
I, I said, no, I'm not taking the drugs. And after I did all the research, and basically we all thought I had IC, I read and heard a lot of people saying, it's not curable, you're gonna just have to live with it. And I don't know if it's my Viking blood or not, but I was like, no, I'm not gonna live with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna find a cure. And at the time, my husband now, who's you know, been with 10 years now, the time we had been together eight months, we weren't, we were just dating. Right. And um, I basically told them, listen, this yeah. is what's happening. I'm gonna search the globe for a cure. I'm not living with this, or I'll die trying. But I don't believe that this is the way I'm supposed to live. And I truly believe I'm gonna find a solution. Mm -hmm. And so we went around like all sorts of, we went to Texas. I did like IV vitamin C therapy for like five months or five weeks. Um, I met this amazing woman there who actually treated real IC with that, mm -hmm. believe it or not. She did five weeks of um, five days, five weeks of five days a week um, IV vitamin C, like 50 grams a day. And I found this on a blog. What I did is I went on blogs and, and I was and reading. just reading and I found this one woman who did this and I was like, we're going to Texas. This is how I, mean, I was just like, I'm finding a cure. So my husband's like, what? We're going where? So we're going to Texas. We're doing IV vitamin C. He's like, okay. So we went there. But I met the woman. She was there uh -huh. and she's amazing. She cured she cured her IC with that. Wow. So um, I, at the time when it happened, um, I so I went to this clinic in Texas mm -hmm. based on this thing I read in a blog. Right. I never contacted the woman. I never spoke you with just her. Went. I just went because I was just like, I'm going to go try it. Nothing else looks right. This mm -hmm. looks right. And while I was in the clinic, they asked me, what are you doing here? And I told them and they go, that's so weird. There's this woman who was here five years ago and did this treatment for IC and she was fine and it went away and she's just back having a tune up because she started having a little bit of symptoms and she happened to be there while I was doing this. And I met her and she was this sweet 65 year old, like petite, unassuming lady who was basically told me her story. It was crazy. I was That's like, crazy. it was crazy. I was, whoa. Like, and she basically got like got rid of ulcerations in her bladder through IV vitamin C. So I knew there were cures. Right. But at the time I was really scared to go on these, I would go on these forums and like speak about possible cures. And, um, and I thought if I mention vitamin C for IC, people are gonna like lynch me because mm -hmm. vitamin C is supposed to be acidic, it's supposed to be the, the worst thing you could do for IC. Right. So I never actually shared it, but I figured I'd share it now in yeah. case someone's listening. Yeah. Go try it, because honestly, I, she was completely cured, which is insane. Uh -huh. And also amazing, because people are finding, women are like incredible, powerful yeah. healers and they find solutions. So I'm doing this whole thing, I, uh, I became, 100 pounds I'm, I'm like I was really like looking anorexic I got very depressed I started changing my diet because I thought I had IC and none of it was working uh, so that's why I got so thin I didn't I was crying you know all day every day I was in a massive survival mode um, I got really was the darkest time mm -hmm. in my life and I was really wondering why I was alive and um, I went home I took a leap of absence from work I went home and I thought, okay, 
I can't fix my body, I'm going to fix my mind, which controls my body. So I went to this biofeedback therapist. I remember it so clearly. And I told my story and I was crying. The same story What's, I told. Can, what, can you explain what a biofeedback therapist so is? So biofeedback is um, a method that is used to help control uh, pain, mm -hmm. or limit pain through the mind, mm -hmm. basically. So instead of taking drugs, you're learning to modulate some things in your body to okay. make pain less severe. Mm -hmm. I didn't end up doing very much of it with her because like the first session I went to, I told her my story and I was crying and it was like, you know, very, very sad. And she stops me and she goes, I had a woman in here six months ago, same story, same exact story. She's like, she went up to this PT, you know, physical therapist and she found a solution and now she's better. And I stopped and I was like, this has been a year that I had been going to these expert urologists. Like I had surgery. None of them said. Nobody mentioned physical therapy. And what I realized now is nobody checked my pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. Nobody even thought of that. Like it was, it's crazy now. That's the most, it's like so unbelievable. It doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm like, when I think about it, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like nobody even bothered to like really, anyway, look at that. So I was like, what? I stopped crying and I was like, okay. And I was in New Hampshire. That's that's where I grew up. And uh, I went to this physical therapist. I went she, to camp on Lake Winnipesaukee. I used to go to camp on Winnipesaukee every summer. What camp? Oh, oh was it sleep? Oh, it wasn't sleep away. It was sleep away. Oh yeah, Robin Dell. Like two weeks. You have you heard of Robin Dell Monarchy? No. Oh. But it was some. It was like it was a yeah. um, Native American name because oh. a lot of them yeah. are like that. I forget. Okay, sorry. Okay. Oh, it's too <laughs> long ago. <laughs> I, I went every summer. Oh like my god, summer. it's yeah. wonderful. The most beautiful Swimming place. in lakes is learning to swim in lakes is the most amazing thing. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, so I was, I went to see her okay. and she checked out my pelvic floor and my vagina mm -hmm. and everything. And she's like, oh, you have massive pelvic floor dysfunction. And I was like, what is that? What are you even talking about? She's like, yeah, you have that and probably some other stuff. You need to go see a physical therapist. And I was like, oh, first time anybody had mentioned Wait, who was the woman who... This is a woman in New Hampshire. She, but she was a pelvic floor physical she therapist. Was a, she was a physical therapist. Oh. But I don't know that she was an expert in pelvic floor. She oh, just, so she wanted you to see a pelvic floor specialist. Yeah, she therapist. said, she said, I think you need to go see someone. Okay. One full year, mm -hmm. nobody had mentioned yes. anything about physical therapy. So I was like, okay. And I, she referred me back to um, this amazing physical therapist here in New York. Her name is Issa Herrera. Mm -hmm. She actually wrote a book. Um, called any ending female pain and I went to her clinic I remember the first session I went in and they you know did a vaginal exam and like a pelvic floor exam and the woman was like oh we're gonna we're gonna fix you you're gonna be so much better soon you have really severe pelvic floor dysfunction and I also had something called vaginism I can't don't know how to vaginismus. say vaginismus thank you uh -huh. Thank you. I can't say that word. Uh -huh. um, I had that severely. Yeah. So you weren't able, obviously, to have sex. No, yeah. sex was horrible. Like yeah. it was like pain, super pain. For how long? This was all. For, was this the all whole, the same? Yeah, all the same like, time for the full year. Like it was just, and I just assumed it was related. Right. You know, um, but I had a whole, just a whole dysfunction of uh -huh. my that whole Pelvic area, floor, yeah. the whole area. So. They did um, myofacial internal mm -hmm. massage, mm -hmm. like where basically you, you put your finger or a dilator inside the vagina, right. you press on pressure points, um, 
And it's like releasing, I think, muscles like mm-hmm. in the back. Like it's exactly. basically the same type of thing inside your vagina. And they, I would do that twice a day. Did that with my husband, which was amazing because he was part of my healing. Uh-huh. And he did. He would do them. Yeah, yeah. He went with me to the PT. He learned how to do it, and we he would do it, which was amazing. I mean, it made me cry, but it was it was beautiful. No, it, it yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. And then I got a what's called a dilator, and I did it myself twice a day. And then three weeks, four weeks after, my urgency was almost gone. Like this one year, like just fixed. It was like, I, I remember it and I'm like, how did, how, I, I don't understand. That's simple. And nobody ever thought of suggesting it. I mean, it's mind boggling. And you were able to have set and Yeah, and so what ended up happening, so that was the urgency, which was the mm-hmm. thing that was making me like so sad. And then, they gave me um, a dilator of like different sizes, basically. Mm-hmm. Put them inside your vagina. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like looks like a it's like a medical penis. dildo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I would sit and watch TV right. and like have it in there, and it would stretch the vagina walls. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was reopening everything. And um, after a few months, like things were better. And I remember the first time I had sex with my husband, and it didn't hurt, and I I cried. I was just like, oh my god, oh I have my, my life back. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, it was, it's really big deal, you know? And so after that happened, I really went on this thing where I wanted to tell people, Mm -hmm. like I wanted to help women and I went on a lot of IC forums and what I found was that at the time, this was 10 years ago, there were a lot of people really attached to the incurable, not curable label. Mm -hmm. And when I would share stuff, I would get a lot of pushback, like almost like, how dare you bring hope? This is uncurable. I got a lot of people angry that I would suggest things, and I understand it really now. I think that in the IC world, there's so many people trying to sell cures, and people have been so disappointed and so hurt that they're it's normal. They're just like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Um, at least my that's my interpretation. Right. But I felt like now there's like a, a movement of female energy happening in the, in the universe. Like there's a lot more people, women, saying we want our power back. Like, and it was the time to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Was now. Um, so, uh, yeah. So. That's, How long were you in physical therapy for? So I did it for about a year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to go see her very often. Mm-hmm. I would do most of it myself, honestly, at home. I used a foam roller too. So they explained it to me. My particularity is that I, which was a good problem to have, I guess, <laughs> but I muscul- I get muscles very quickly. I'm overly muscular. Mm-hmm. So everything in this, you know, the, my That's pelvic so floor was so tight uh-huh. that it was pressing up on all the organs and like causing issues and I just they were like you need to stop exercise and I wasn't an exercise maniac at all but they were like you need to slow down the exercising do reverse kegels which is like releasing the muscles kegels is mm-hmm. holding the muscle releasing the muscles and um you know really you know massage out all of the muscles around your butt and your legs and everything because it's all it's all connected right so I just I was I did that for a really long time and then oh and then now it's just a memory. Like I don't have any You're issues. You're good now. I don't have any issues. That's I don't have any issues. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't have any issues. It's funny because a year ago I, something very something scared me. Mm-hmm. 
like really scared me and experience and I, I was in a very fearful place for a while and I started feeling the symptoms again. It was very interesting. Like all of a sudden I could feel like I started feeling urgency again. Something feeling, like a random, something that happened in your life. Yeah, experience uh -huh. in my life that was making me very, very afraid. And um, fear rose in me again. Uh -huh. And um, and the symptoms returned. But this time I was very aware of what it was. So I wasn't afraid. So I like got all my stuff out that I had, you know, and I like did all my stuff again. And a few weeks it was gone and it was it was gone. But it was very interesting because it came up again. So I was like, wow, um, you know, we know that the mind controls mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. All this ease is the mind. Mm -hmm. But I could see very clearly my role or my power in creating or not creating what was happening. Because mm -hmm. it was like literally, it was so obvious to me. I was like, oh my God, you're super stressed and you're super scared. And all of a sudden you have the same thing happening again, which was wild but yeah I have nothing now I mean like everything sex is awesome mm -hmm. <laughs> I was be like what are you saying on a podcast <laughs> um you know everything I, I don't have yeah anything anymore and when you had that experience when was it like a year ago did you just say that no that I had the experience come back yeah, come back ago. yeah yeah like you were you were mentally equipped to understand that you had already figured out a way to get rid of it once that even though it came back yeah. you had the power, the mental power to be like, okay, I can deal with this again. Yeah, I have the mental power and I also and have the, any of the physical the tools, tools. And yeah. the tools, because I, I think that, um, which is kind of a good segue into like, um, I, I think that physical therapists mm -hmm. are Life-saver. Saved my life. Life-savers of, of my, my life. Mm, saved yeah, my life. A hundred percent saved my Saved my life. Right. Um, and I think it's amazing the work they're doing for women. Mm -hmm. um, and very necessary. I also think it's important, particularly when we're talking about the root of our power, mm -hmm. you know, our womb, our vagina, our pelvic floor, our, our, you know, the bladder, it's all, I think, really related in that area that we look at the emotional part. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's interesting, I was thinking about this today before coming, historically women in medicine, in medicine, a lot of, my mom had mm -hmm. migraines. And the doctors would just tell her, you're just stressed out, you need to calm down, you're hysterical. And I think a lot of women have been told that everything they have is just because they're too much or they're too emotional. So there's maybe a resistance to, I would think, at looking at that emotional piece. It's like, no, 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 it's mm -hmm. not because I'm stressed yeah. out. But I think to empower ourselves, we have to really look at it. Um, at least I do. Yeah. And. Um, and so, yeah, learning that I have that power ultimately, that, you know, I do, I have a lot more control over my body than I realize. And I don't have to give it over to an expert, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, because you know your body better than anyone. Like, doctors can help you, but you know your body. At the end of the day, you know what you're feeling and you have the strongest connection with your body than anyone else does obviously so yeah yeah and i think that along the way i don't know what happened i feel like women we are so powerful mm -hmm. we're so powerful yeah and we're so intuitive and we know what we need to heal and i think we could ultimately if we tapped into it heal ourselves of everything mm -hmm. and somewhere along the way we've given that power away mm -hmm. or at least me for a while i was giving my power away to other people because I just forget my divine nature. Mm -hmm. I forget how powerful I am. So 
that's one of the big things I learned on this journey. It's given me back my, I've, I've, I've like got my power back. Yeah. Like I, Which is the most special, most special gift ever. It is the most special uh-huh. gift ever. I learned that the medical community really is not educated with regard to pelvic floor and women and our whole reproductive area. And, um, and like I said, like that women, it's time for us to all talk mm-hmm. and share um, because amongst us, we will find healing. I agree. We will find healing, you know? And you know, no, I, I could not agree more. And what's so interesting also about like the mental component and how, you know, your mind has so much control over your body is I think that I know that most women you or and men, most people, you want to go to a doctor, you want a doctor to have an answer for you or have a medication for you or a procedure that will fix your problems because that's easy. That's the easiest way to go about it. Exactly. And it's like, okay, like something's wrong with me and someone else can fix it and I'm finished and I'll go on living my life. But even for someone like me who I believe in, in Western medicine and I believe in Eastern medicine. Right. But I've been exploring more recently as we also talked a little bit about like different ways of of healing and I've been told you know because my grandmother had a lot of pelvic floor issues and people are like maybe you have ancestral trauma and I'm like who and I believe in like all this energy in the spiritual realm like me ancestral trauma what like Mm -hmm. that that there's no way that can be causing my my issues but I'm like okay take a step back Hannah like how the hell do I know? Right. We're just one little thing on this earth. Like, how the hell do I know that there is not some ancestral something? I'm explaining this so poorly, but like... No, you aren't. It's, no, you're not. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. Um, we were talking about this before yeah. we started, actually. I do think, I feel like this place we are in, mm-hmm. the, in the history of the world, that I'm running into more and more women like mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. I, who there is an ancestral, a matri- yeah. like a maternal ancestry that we're mm-hmm. carrying, and that this is the time to break free. This Which is, is so this interesting. This is the moment to heal. It. Why do you think it's now? I just, I don't know. You I just, just feel, feel it. it. Uh-huh. Because there's more and more women. Like, I'm randomly running into people who experience the same thing as me, who have similar experiences. And then... And then we're kind of in the same space where we're like, okay, it's time to heal it. Mm -hmm. You know, over and over and over again, I get the same thing. And uh, just, it feels, and there's more podcasts like this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's more people rising up. Talking um, about it. And talking about it and um, wanting to take back personal power, you know? And kind of, the pendulum is is swinging, I think, to a good place. I, I agree. Right. No, you, you feel it. I feel it. It's happening. You talked a little bit about this before, but I know that you have, I think, a few more interesting points to touch upon. But I want you to elaborate on how, you know, when you were going through the bulk of of the pelvic pain and, and the suffering that you experienced and all the trauma, like how that really affected your day-to-day life and, and how you were able to get through that really dark time. Okay. Oh, yeah. So... Well, um, I was I was literally on survival all mm-hmm. the time, and I was really unhappy all the time. And I was faking any smiling I did. I was faking, and I was running in the bathroom crying, 
sobbing, hyperventilating in between moments with people. Um, and I, I guess, how did I get through it? Honestly, sometimes I wonder. I think it really was because if I think about it, my, my dad brought mm -hmm. me up with this real, so it's a combination of my mom and my dad, what they brought me up with. My mom is this Swedish Viking questioning doctors since I was born person, you know, she's so like I was, that was, that's always what I've done. And so I think that fighter in me really helped me because as much as I felt like I didn't want to live in a lot of ways, there was this other part of me that was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to make it work. And on the other hand, my dad always brought me up with the idea that there was always a solution to everything. Mm -hmm. Always. That's so interesting. Always. He was like magical, like something would happen and he'd be like, okay, we'll find a solution. And it wasn't even a question in his mind. And we always would. Always, always, always. So the combination, I think, kept me going by a string. I mean, by a string. You know, I had a lot of friends, couldn't handle it. It was too much. I was too needy. I was too much of a mess. And um, people kind of weren't able to be there. And I totally understand because it was really intense. Um, I think the other thing is is that I connected with people who were suffering too at the time when I before I'd find a solution and I would just chat with those people I would connect with groups you know um, and that was good and bad I think I think that you have to find the right group because different groups have different dynamics and some of them were much more doomsday mm -hmm. and I kind of decided that wasn't good yeah, you know, go into the groups and be like, okay, these, no. this is like not what I need right now. I need people to be like, there's hope, there's hope, there's right. hope, there's hope, there's hope, there's hope. So it's what I need to hear. There's hope, there's mm -hmm. hope, there's hope, there's hope. I always say, I say like my physical therapist, she always says whenever I go in and I'm not feeling well, she's like, oh, you're going to be good. And I'm like, thank you. That's what I needed to hear. <laughs> That's what I needed to hear. Like there's some doctors or people who will just be like, oh, well, we'll see what we can do. I'm like, no, no, sorry. You're not the right one. You're not the right one for me. No. No, because the truth is, and we talked about this too yeah. before we started, the truth is though really there always is. Mm -hmm. And and like we said, there's I mean, there's so much power in what we voice and what we think and what we focus on. So if we're focusing on the fact that there's no solution, we're grow we're expanding that. If we're focusing on there's a solution, I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's already there, then we're expanding that. I mean, that's how I look at things. We're expanding that energy. And if you look at your, at, you know, if I look at my life, where I focus my energy, I it grows. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, that's not me making up some mumbo jumbo thing. That's literally science. I think energetically yeah. they can now analyze this and see it. You know, what the gurus used to be saying a long, long time ago, mm -hmm. now they can actually see the energy fields and they can see this stuff happening. You know, um, and a lot of like healers will expand energy. Mm -hmm. And they can read it on monitors and be like, whoa, that's crazy. So there's a lot of things we don't understand, but I think that's one thing um, that is a truth. Like we, we have a lot of power over, over our experience. So. And can you also talk about how your husband was very supportive during this time? Yeah. So, <laughs> my husband. So... Yeah. Because I always like to ask, like, who was your biggest, for anyone who's going through, or going through, went through any of these issues, like, who was the person that you went to, that you turned to, that gave you the most support? And 
I know that you said it was your husband, which yeah. is really special. It, it was my husband and um, still is my husband. <laughs> He's amazing. Um, I remember that he would, he would go and take a walk and he, he would tell me that he went into all like there's so many New York is amazing because there's always beautiful random churches and synagogues you can just walk into and like sit and it's so quiet and you could meditate or commune with God whatever it is that you you do and he would say to me I went and I sat and God told me you're gonna be fine he would come home and tell me that like every week and I would be like okay okay and then the next week I would get down and he would tell me that again and he said it was such conviction, like conviction, like I could see in his eyes, he really got an answer. He would just say, you're gonna be fine. And we're gonna have a beautiful child and everything's gonna be great. And that's what's happened. We have a five and a half year old. And so I always say he's like my little gift from God. <laughs> he showed up just before this happened. Yeah. And then like, you know, every week he would just he'd say, I, I win and I, communed with spirit and I got a clear answer this is this is going to be over soon it's just a trial we have to go through and you're going to be fine and this is way before I had any solution this is where I was reading literature about there being no solution you know mm -hmm. he, he was coming home and telling me that and it was very powerful like That's really and he was this is interesting he said that he had kind of disconnected with spirituality like and then through us being together in this experience he reconnected with spirit because he said you know when you go to this when you have these dark experiences it shifts you, you. That, yeah. it shifts you and he's and he he's like an old soul like i really do think he communes i think he really got answers i do i do so i just kind of held on to that because i really believed it like he said it and i knew it was true so that that was part of what kept me going i mean obviously the big part the big part and the other thing is, is I would say to him, you know, why are you still with me? You know, I was pushing him away because I was in so much pain. I said, what are you doing with me? Like, you know, look, look at the life we're going to have. I'm going to have this the rest of my life. And, da, da, da. and he's the other thing. I get all emotional. I said, he said, he said, listen, I chose you. That means I chose you for life. That means I chose you no matter what happens. That means we're in this together. And if we're like this all our life, then we're like this all our life. I love you. And we're going to find a way to get through this. Like, it was like a knot. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. Every time I'd push him, he'd say, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I chose you for good and bad. I chose you. It's done. I'm literally going to cry. Yeah. And I was, I, mean, I don't come from that at all. Yeah. Like in yeah. my parents' divorce and whatever. So I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this sounds like a foreign language. And he was just like, no, this, I made a decision. I chose you. You are the one. Uh -huh. And whatever that comes with, whatever package that comes in, I made the choice. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's beautiful because now we're in a totally different space. Mm -hmm. We went through that. It cemented our relationship so deeply. It was something, it was obviously meant to be because it cemented us so deeply. And now we're, we're moving into um, new things that we want to do and and uh, we're, we're We've grown the same, like we're moving in the same direction. Mm -hmm. At the time, he was pulling me forward, and now I'm doing and manifesting a lot of things. And he told me, he said, it's amazing now because I feel like, he said, I look at you now, and I'm inspired by you now. Like, you're leading the way. Mm -hmm. I was leading the way, and now you're leading the way. So it's like, it's 
amazing partnership. You know, we just we shift positions and we just keep helping each other get rise, rise, kind of. Do you think that him, like as we were talking about manifesting, also before him telling all him telling you and reassuring you that you were going to be okay, it was like him manifesting that that yeah. you were going to be okay. You know, and I never even thought about that till this yeah. moment because I wasn't as clear on manifesting right. at the time. But it's absolutely true. It's absolutely yeah. So crazy. He was doing. He was. He was manifesting. So how can people manifest? They're healing. <laughs> I know. Well, this is the thing. I think that, um, you know, I think that now what I've realized, I always thought that manifesting was like this complicated, you must do it the right way. And a lot of people sell programs to manifest and they say, right. well, your manifesting is not working because right. you're not doing X, Y, and Z. Buy my program and whatever. Mm. It's not that hard. Mm-mm. Literally, I'm doing it so imperfectly and it's still working. It, it, I mean, I like just get ideas in my head and then I say, okay, I'm going to focus my attention on this. And I know it's going to happen, and I keep focusing my attention, and I keep believing, and then, like, stuff keeps happening. Good right. things. Right. Good things. I had an experience, actually, last year. My stomach was upset. Really upset. I was a little concerned about it. And I knew a little more about manifesting, and so I decided, I wrote on a piece of paper, and I said, today, I'm healed. I wrote it down. I wrote the date. And then every day when I talked about it with my husband or when I talked about anybody, my stomach issues, I would just say, my stomach's healed. The symptoms are just false evidence appearing real. It's just, it's not true. My stomach's healed. I know it's healed. And I would sit in that and just talk about it, whatever. And then within a few weeks, these horrible pains and symptoms I had went away. So, I mean, that was, that's the new, that was like last year. That's the new me Mm -hmm. kind of what's going on now. I think that we have a lot of power. I think that it's, I think medical, like PTs and stuff like that are super important because sometimes our body doesn't catch up as fast. Our mind like gets it and then our body is still holding on to stuff. Totally. Uh, so we need, we need that too because sometimes the, the pain will then trigger the mind going wacko. Like it's this horrible mm-hmm. cycle and you have to get rid of the pain in order to then heal the mind. I don't know if that makes sense. 100%. You. you need like a jump start. Like if you go to PT yeah. and you start to feel a little relief, then you can deal with the mind stuff. Yeah. It's hard when you're in the thick of it right. to do the mind thing. It's like, there's no way. Yeah. It's really hard. So yeah. the combination, I think the combination is, is, is what helped me fully mm-hmm. heal. And I mean, you've been sharing so, so much helpful information, but is there anything else that you think is important to share? Um, something that you learned from navigating this whole complex world of pelvic pain that, as we've spoken about, isn't really talked about in the medical world? Well, yeah, it's interesting because I mean, I think I said most of the, most of what I have found about um women really need to to understand their power mm-hmm. and not give it away so freely especially when it relates to our womb and our pelvis um, and the medical community just doesn't understand it as much as we do so that's one thing i really think is important for anybody who's listening and is struggling with this um, know that you are very powerful you are more powerful than you realize and you will find a solution and don't listen to people who say you won't because mm-hmm. it's not true it's just not true 
Um, and I, the other thing I want to mention is, and this is like a subject for a whole another podcast, I think, but yeah. I was actually looking back at this book from 1991, Naomi Wolf's book, The Beauty Myth, and she talks a lot about um, the mind-body connection between our, like, for women, between the brain and the genitalia and our whole body, and she said, actually, that to understand the vagina, and I would say the pelvic floor, properly is to realize that it is not only co- extensive with the female brain but it is also essentially part of the female soul and until we really acknowledge this part of our body and not disconnect completely from our sexuality which is a lot of us shut down Mm -hmm. with trauma um, this kind of stuff keeps resurfacing I feel like for me it was a it was like it was as weird as it sounds it was a gift because it was like my body calling out to me and saying hey you know, you have lost your voice. You have lost your power. I'm going to make this really uncomfortable for you, and now you need to listen because mm-hmm. you're a powerful goddess, and you're supposed to do amazing things, and you are so shut down um, that you're not experiencing this beautiful life you're supposed to live. And at the other end of it, I can see that. In the midst of it, you can't for anyone's that. listening, <laughs> this sounds like crazy, but it's it's the truth. Yeah, it's I the believe truth. the same exact thing. It's the truth. And just listen to people who have come to the other side. That's what I would say also. Listen to the people. To find them. Right. Find the people who have found the solution. There's a lot of them. And they're talking more and more, mm-hmm. I think. So that would be the other thing I would say. Just find the, the positive people. I would stick with those people. I agree. <laughs> I agree. How did you come to a place where you were so comfortable and open about talking about this? Oh, so that's hard to do. Yeah. Well, I so my my husband has a nickname for me. It's Miss TMI. (laughs) That should be my nickname too. That's why we already love each other. I know. My dad walks around the house and he goes, "This is the vagina house." Like my mom's going through menopause and I do this. He's like, this is the vagina house. Every day there's like a new package of a product we wanted, you know, like lube and this and samples. He's like, I opened your package box and he's like, there's some stuff in there. (laughs) So my husband, he's from France and Uh they're a little more close to the chest, you know, and I'm like chatting with random people, like telling too much information. So that's kind of my style. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Soul sister, soul sister. Uh, so that's wonderful because uh-huh. honestly, talking about this, I feel like I have to rein it in sometimes. I'm like, oh, all right, yeah. do people want to know all of this? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Right, exactly. And then I get this look. My husband's like, "Really? You're going there?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going there. I'm going there." <laughs> but, but on a side note, uh-huh. on that, I was just talking to a friend about this and. I really feel like when you share too much, mm-hmm. quote unquote, I secretly think that most people are desperately wanting to share too I much. I could not agree more. And you open the window for them mm-hmm. to actually be intimate. I could not agree more. Because it's just this whole not sharing thing. I don't even understand it. I don't either. It's and everyone wants to talk about everyone it. Everyone wants to they, share. They like can't get the words out a lot of people. But they've got it's all this baggage. And then once you free yourself and you're all talking, then you feel intimacy and love with people you don't even know that well but it's always there it's just that we don't mm-hmm. see it or feel it all the time until we until talk we realize that we manifest it like mm-hmm. with the stuff we're doing yeah so yeah so talking about it has never been an it, it, i've never yeah. i was i was desperate to find i, I was trying to find a reason why mm-hmm. i went through this um and it immediately 
for me it was like of course because you need to share with women who are suffering what you went through so you can maybe prevent their suffering that's that's it that's mm -hmm. the reason so I'm so thrilled to be sharing. No, I'm, I mean, so, I'm so happy so you're here. I'm so thrilled to be yeah. sharing this, and I, I, I hope for people who are listening that that people get hope out of this. You know, um, yeah. yeah, that's the point of this, right? That's like <laughs> the full, the full, um, the full purpose of nothing else that people understand. Yeah, that they can get better. Yeah, I think that um, in being powerful mm -hmm. goddesses. Mm -hmm we have to speak the truth. Right. And not everyone's ready to hear it. Yeah. No, not everyone's ready to accept it, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But the truth is the truth. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is that the body is just a reflection, a manifestation of the mind. And when our mind is out of whack, or we're in a situation, like for me, it, for me what it was is I was petrified to get into another relationship. I had been in a previous relationship mm -hmm. for years, I left it and it wasn't a good experience. And so when I got with my husband, I was so scared. It wasn't him, it was me. I was mm -hmm. petrified. And that's what I believe really right. like set off the chain of what happened. Um, but my body was, was telling me, was bringing things up for me to heal so that I could live fully vibrant. Mm -hmm. Like fully the way I'm supposed to live, the way that my I, maker meant for me to live. I feel the same way about myself. Everybody's put here for a real a reason, specific yeah. reason, and it's a good one. We just don't always find quickly what it is we're supposed to be doing. But nothing is here. It's nothing here is a mistake. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that it's really hard to take full responsibility for your entire life. Uh, and but when you get to the point where you do. For me, that's when the magic happens. Mm -hmm. When I like say, okay, so why did you why did you create the sickness? What were you meant to learn? Like, what what is this about? You wanted to get to a different place, and this is the avenue that you needed to do that. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why. You know, and and um, of course, it's easy in retrospect to say that, but but otherwise, you're just in this helpless place. And I think that helplessness is, is not, it's just, it's false. We're not helpless. Do you want to talk quickly about this sound healing that you're oh, yeah. embarking on? So, yes. Yeah, so I'm a singer-songwriter. Mm -hmm. And I, I mentioned to you that I was recording and writing an original album of music. It's something I have been wanting to do my whole life. And I got distracted and now I'm back. Mm -hmm. And I told you my the first song um, is on actually Shaman Durek's um, Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Which is so cool. Yes. <laughs> it, it's so cool, I'll tell you why. Because he's such a pioneer of women and feminine energy rising. So it's such an honor. He's an amazing person as well. So it, I'm excited it, to listen it, to his podcast. Yeah, check it yeah. out because that will... If you're working on like really getting in, in your own power, also to heal yourself, you need to listen to him. Um, it's episode Be Aware. It's at the beginning, after like he talks a little bit then. I'm writing this in my note okay. right now so I can listen to it tonight. <laughs> um, and um, so I've been in the process of creating, I've noticed I teach, and so I noticed young girls have a really hard time um, voicing things they don't they speak very softly when I ask them to speak louder they have a really hard time taking up the space 
both with their voice, but also just space energetically. And I think that the vibration in your voice is, is very representative of that. So it's, a, it's basically a program where other women are holding space for girls and women to take up space, to allow their voice. And it seemed like a good thing with singing mm -hmm. and sound and vibration. Um, and that resonating in your whole body just will rise your vibration level and bring you into your inner goddess. I like using that word goddess a lot because I think we're all I like goddesses. that word too. I don't use it ever. I'm going to start using it. Goddess. It's such a good word. It feels, it feels Powerful. good to say it. I'm a goddess. Yeah. I like saying that. <laughs> and I, you are a goddess. We're Thank all you. goddesses. I'm going to use that word more. Yeah. I love it. Love it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what's going on with me now so it's very exciting so everyone listen to her singing in that yeah, episode i'm excited to listen yeah. to it so i'm doing those things and i'm also like a year ago i started coaching and working with the women um around health and mm -hmm. wellness um i did something with institute of integrated nutrition i'm kind of obsessed with alternative practices obviously because of my experience and i think that the whole dilemma with weight or being underweight or overweight and, and like body image and all that stuff is also directly related to the pelvis mm -hmm. this whole power so i started doing that which is really wonderful because i i want to support women in in finding their strength mm -hmm. so so yeah it's a whole new thing like i'm moving into a whole new world of really stuff. cool and really interesting yeah it's, i'm excited i feel like this is what you like, meant to be doing yeah, me too. <laughs> I know, which is like, whoa, I finally am at the place where I figured out what I'm meant to be doing, which is pretty exciting. Really cool. Yeah. Where can people contact you? So I have Instagram. I'm Channel the Love. I like that name. Channel the yeah. Love. <laughs> that's a really good Instagram handle, too. Hmm? I feel like that's a really good Instagram handle. Yeah, you think? Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I just imagine myself kind of standing, and all women, standing with their arms open wide and just letting all the love in that's already there mm -hmm. that was where i had thought of the name was i just like i'm just channeling what's already there instead of closing myself up so i'm glad you like it i love it um and i just want to say if anybody's listening please contact me channel the love write me i'm christina if you're going through anything related anything related to anything we've talked about i love hearing please don't hesitate i love hearing from people i live for helping other women not suffer mm -hmm. or get get some hope you know and it, it it's really important to me so please reach out and remember we all rise together women we all rise together that's what we have to remember that and help each other all the time we have to manifest it we have to manifest <laughs> it we have to manifest it we all rise together it's very powerful supporting each other supporting every woman out there no gossip, no jealousy. If you have jealousy, just call it out. Say, oh, I'm jealous of you because you're hot. That's the reality. That's right. why. Um, I think it's going to help us all heal. I think we're ready. I think we're, we're ready. ready. We're ready. We're ready. I can feel it. I can feel it. We're ready. <laughs> Thank you for being here and for sharing your story and your wisdom. It's so special. It's so special when, you know, it's different when people, when doctors come on or physical therapists and obviously what they do is amazing too and we need them. But then when women come and share their stories and talk about, you know, what they've been through and how they got through it, it's, 
really it blows my mind every time but you are particularly special so I'm really glad that we were able to do this I'm so glad thank you I can't I mean it was meant to be yeah so much of this is so amazing thank you and uh, what you're doing is amazing thank you I hope everyone listening enjoyed this story. Please don't forget to leave a five-star rating and a comment in the iTunes store. Thank you again for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. I wish all of you health, healing, and happiness.